Hey, listeners, I wanted to thank you for listening to Dr. Death Bad Magic. We really hope you enjoyed it. Now that you've reached the end of the show and are looking for your next podcast listen, I want to tell you about Morbid. Morbid is a true crime, creepy history, and all things spooky podcast. Every episode focuses on a different story or case that is thoroughly researched. The show's hosts, Ash and Elena, provide all the fascinating and sometimes terrifying details you never knew you needed, with a dash of comedy thrown in for flavor. In the spirit of the Dr. Death franchise, you may be interested in starting with Morbid's multi-episode coverage on con artist and serial killer Dr. Henry Howard Holmes, or H.H. Holmes. When police arrested Dr. Holmes, they assumed they had apprehended an interstate criminal guilty of defrauding the Fidelity Insurance Company of thousands of dollars and of being a horse thief. Yet, even the most seasoned and creative detective couldn't have imagined the horrific scope and magnitude of crimes he committed. I'm about to play a clip from Morbid. While you're listening, follow Morbid on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so H.H. Holmes, he claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. Some people, most people, all people believe that it could be well over 200 people that he has killed. You believe? I believe he's way up there. Yeah. I think he's more than 28. Okay. Um, While the full extent of his crimes and the number of lives that he did take is probably something that we may never know to the nth degree. You know, like, we're, I don't think we're going to be able to find every single person. I would love to believe we could. Um, it was really his ability to kill without conscience or hesitation, really for financial gain most yeah. of the times. Sometimes he did it because he just liked to do it. But most of the time it was for financial gain. Do you think it was like financial gain and he's, he liked it? Oh, like it was for sure a mix. Yeah. It was for sure a mix. And I think it was also the systematic way that he got rid of his victims in his murder castle, which don't worry, we will get to. It feels like a horror novel. It doesn't feel like real life. Yeah. When you read the actual facts of this, you're like, that's not real. But it is. It's wild. And in truth, he wasn't really like a genius. He wasn't as calculating as he's really made out to be. He was just a man who learned pretty early on in life that being a confident liar can get you a long way in the world, unfortunately. Sad but true. Especially if you can create enough chaos and confusion to make it absolutely impossible to actually tell the difference between fact, fact and fiction. You ever seen The Great Gatsby? There you go. If you can spin a tale so wild that people can't tell if it's real, fake, what is, what isn't, there's nuggets of truth here, there, and everywhere, he can he got a long way with it. Yeah. And when we go through this, you're going to see, damn, he went a long way with it. Uh, during this early period in New York, he kind of perpetrated a small but kind of big medical con. It was his first one. Um, so a smallpox scare broke out in this town. Oof. And people were urging residents to get vaccinated against smallpox. And he saw this as an opportunity. So he somehow got his hands, probably by stealing, <laughs> on a load of vaccines. And he loaded up a wagon and he went door to door through the northern part of the state vaccinizing, vaccinating <laughs> residents and telling them that it was mandatory. Oh, and he was, quote, representing himself as an authorized official of the Board of Health. 
He made the people think that it was compulsory, and in every household, he managed to get several cases for which he charged 25 cents each. So at the time, no one questioned his authority or asked to see his credentials. They just allowed it. If this man is trying to poke you with a needle, yeah, you've got to ask for an ID. Ask for his cred. <laughs> ask for anything. Ask his name. Ask for his library card. Literally <laughs> anything. Christ on a cracker, everybody. He made a lot of money doing it, though. But And obviously, people must have been terrified, so they probably of were course. like, just vaccinate me. But that's what, that's what he fed he on. He prayed on he it. He loved praying on that kind of shit. Wow. So that was his first medical con. Can you imagine if, big. if that shit's done? happen today like knock 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 hi I, i'm here to vaccinate you and no i don't have any id like, <laughs> don't ask me about uh, it please leave like no i'd love your credentials thank you but back in his medical office he started setting up a laboratory because he was really trying to get that patented medicine he was gonna get rich from it and to help him with this he was said to have brought in to stay with him for a while, his six-year-old son, Robert. No, 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 no. And he, quote, and put him to work in the laboratory, putting up in, putting up in bottles the liquid which Herman manufactured. Although he never sold any of these things that he made, like he just couldn't get the right concoction together. Sure. He definitely tried, um, but he also couldn't convince anybody to try any of his cures because people didn't trust him. I mean, so they were like... Minnie no. came to teach him French, and she was like, you're a murderer. Yeah, like, I, you're a murderer. <laughs> Minnie knows. But it, what's weird about him is he's somewhat of an anomaly in the sense that he was a get-rich-quick guy, and he was a con man, but he also didn't shy away from hard work. Mm. Like, he would work for his cons. Well, because <laughs> like he was, like, money-motivated. Yeah, like, he's very strange in that way. Like, he doesn't have that, like, like cut-and-dry, get-rich-quick personality right it's it's strange but it should be said that while he claimed the boy in his company was his son there is a lot of speculation that this was a completely unrelated boy who disappeared a little while after this oh no according to the new york's new york times there was a report filed shortly after he was arrested like way later um and it said that after he left his teaching position in new york that he had quote Went home, went to Massachusetts, hey yo, but returned <laughs> no. in a short time, accompanied by a small boy who disappeared shortly after his arrival. Holmes saying he had gone home. It doesn't appear that any investigation went into this boy's identity or disappearance, and nobody really went further into it. But if this boy has what like was part of something nefarious, then he was his first victim. Holy shit. You can listen to Morbid early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. 